0: Prologue My mom's going to kill me. I've got to hurry, she said to Mrs. Archibald as she grabbed her bag and left. Bye, she hollered. Bye, don't forget what we've talked about. I need a decision by tomorrow, Mrs. Archibald called after her. Great, she thought, rushing toward the exit. At the door, she held it open for an old blind woman. The woman was wearing a plastic rain hat and was hunched over, walking with a cane. Once through, the old woman reached out and touched her face. Thank you. Oh, dear, I'm so sorry. Sweet death. The old woman removed her hand and did her best to scurry away, muttering something indiscernible under her breath. Um, what did you say? Sweet death? What do you mean? She asked, feeling suddenly frightened. When the old woman didn't answer her, she undid her black umbrella and quickly walked outside into the monsoon-like rainstorm. The worst in a century is what the weatherman had said. Reaching her black BMW, she rapidly got in, heading out of the parking lot. As she turned right onto Bangor Highway, her car hydroplaned. Shit, she cursed, determinedly gaining control. Glancing at the clock on her dash, she noticed it was seven o'clock. She was supposed to be home by now. Vowing to be careful, she gingerly sped up. It was mesmerizing, the squeaking of her windshield wipers and depressed rock playing softly on the radio. She was thankful the highway wasn't congested. In fact, she'd only seen one other car. Through the thick gloominess, she could see the next light coming up. It was green at the moment. Stifling a yawn, she plunged ahead, hoping the light would stay green long enough for her to get through it. Crap! Just my luck! Applying her brakes, the car tugged, but continued toward the now red light. Leaning forward, she pushed the brake again, terror constricting her body as she realized she was skimming along the surface of the road. Reacting to her fear, she pressed on the gas pedal, trying to swerve out of the water. It only made matters worse. A tire must have caught a patch of drier ground because suddenly her car spun in a large circle. Once again facing forward, she almost sensed the other car before she saw it. Like the eyes of a monster coming out of the mist, she saw the other car's headlights heading straight at her. Panic-stricken, she realized her foot was still on the gas pedal. No! she screamed, even as she tried to move her foot to the brake. Time seemed to stand still, her foot seemingly trapped in quicksand. She couldn't move it fast enough. There was no slowing down or changing the path she was on. It was too late. The last words the old blind woman had said kept repeating themselves over and over in her mind. Sweet death. Sweet death. Sweet death. Like a charging bull came another realization. Death would not be sweet. I don't want to die. As the cars collided, all of her senses heightened. She could hear the revving of an engine and the screeching of the other car's brakes. Surprisingly, her brain registered the man's shirt was blue and the woman driving had black hair and was smoking. Almost in a trance, she watched the red, smoldering ash of the cigarette. What scared her most, though, was that she could see the terror in the woman's eyes. The thought came to her that as soon as she could, she would tell her she was sorry. Without preamble came the crunching of metal. Curious, she thought, there wasn't more noise. A wave of nausea washed over her as she listened disgustedly to the popping of her bones and her flesh tearing. Absently, she wondered why she had no pain. The last thing she heard before everything went black was the sound of her own scream. Sluggishly, she began coming out of the darkness. Where am I? she wondered anxiously, feeling the heaviness of her body. The grand dullness of her pain. At once, the memory of her car accident paraded through her mind. I'm not dead, she thought, trying uselessly to move her head or open her eyes. But her body wouldn't respond. She could hear noises all around her. After a few minutes, however, she understood the noises were people talking and they were talking about her. She attempted to say something to let them know she was awake. But nothing happened. What was wrong? Through the noise of the voices, one in particular caught her attention. I'm sorry to have to inform you the driver of the other car was killed. Killed? How? a man gasped. She thought the man sounded distinctly like her father. There was a fire and she was... The other man paused, as if he were unsure he should tell the man. She was what, the man demanded, almost hysterical. Burned alive, was the grave response. The passenger in the vehicle which we've discovered is her brother, as well as the rest of us, had to watch helplessly as it happened. No. I've killed her. I've killed her, she tried to scream.